enriching your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark, and it's Friend Friday, and I'm back today with Tony Ramondo, who heads up a company called Topics Media Lab. They are very big in the world of bookazines. If you don't know what a bookazine is, it's that hybrid of a book and a magazine. You see them on the magazine racks at bookstores or on the newsstand. And bookazines are very interesting because they come out in a very timely manner like a magazine would, but they're meant to be bought and then kept forever like a book. Tony, welcome back to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast. Hey, Amy, thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. And uh, yep, you nailed it spot on what a bookazine is. Yeah. So let me give your background and then we'll start talking about this interesting part of the publishing business. So Tony was in the Navy. Then he went off to college and majored in journalism. And then he became, well, I don't know what you did in between. Oh, you were the senior VP, editor-in-chief, executive editor, et cetera, of various publishing and entertainment companies, including Rolling Stone, Men's Fitness, Abercrombie & Fitch Quarterly, Jane, WWE Kids. Your specialty is relaunching, rebranding magazines, but now you're in the bookazine business and you've been the CEO of Topics Media Lab since 2011. So let's talk about these bookazines and let's talk about what Topics does. I just think the whole thing is fascinating and I'm so pleased that we've made four of these together so far. And we'll talk about what we've done specifically, I guess, in the second half of the podcast. But let's talk about the bookazines first. Tell us more about how you create these things and how you sell them, because a lot of our audience is very interested in the publishing industry. Yeah, I think you, you know, you nailed it. And thank you for, you know, all the accolades. It's been a, you know, a long journey to get to the bookazine space, which I never really thought I would be. And I mean, to be honest, when I started 20 some years ago as an intern at Rolling Stone, you know, bookazines didn't exist. So they're relatively new in the grand scheme of publishing, if you will. So probably about 10 years ago, bookazines really kind of came into play. So I think what myself and Time Inc. and some other companies realized was that people were less and less likely to buy a general magazine that was all things to all people. You know, in my case as a male, you know, I really was less interested I like GQ as a magazine for men, but I didn't need to know about umbrellas and music and cooking and celebrity. And I just, it wasn't, you know, what most people wanted, male, female, children. And so people started to realize that bookazines, one specific subject for one specific consumer or reader was a better way to go. And with that kind of came, well, if you're going to give someone a magazine and you're going to charge them money for one topic, it has to be 100 pages or more, and it has to be very specific to that one topic. So you were right. The bookazine is something you buy and keep forever. Sometimes, you know, there was a time when we all referred to them, which is, you know, not derogatory in a sense, but they were kind of a poor man's coffee table book. If you weren't going to spend, you know, $40 for a coffee table book on Mars, let's say, um, the Red Planet, you you would, in theory, spend $10 on a bookazine that was very much like a book, but it wasn't hardcover, and it had long stories like a book and cover one specific thing. So over the last decade, it went from, you know, or a little more than a decade, from like no bookazines, just regular traditional monthly and weekly magazines, to an onslaught of bookazines. Um, and, you know, not cutting too far ahead, but 
bookazines are the one area of the newsstand in the magazine world which continues to grow. It's grown over the last 10 years, and to this day, I just came back from a big meeting at Walmart, a big summit. Um, bookazines are kind of, you know, they are the publication that is most valued by both the retailer and the consumer. Yeah, I was just at a Barnes & Noble in Boston a couple of weeks ago, and I was just looking around at everything going on in publishing there, and I saw a huge bookazine section. And it was really interesting, like recipes, and I thought, oh, yeah, I could see why somebody would buy a bookazine with recipes that were really specific to their needs versus buying the monthly issue of a cooking magazine, which might yeah. have everything yeah. in it. You're right. And, you know, it's funny because, you know, as a consumer myself, you know, you have limited amount of time, limited amount of resources and, you know, disposable income and, and time, really, what it comes down to. And so, you know, if whether it's a keto diet or I have an Instapot or you know, I'm a crockpot guy, you know, I don't need one general cookbook if I know that these are my eating habits. So for us at Topics, our goal is to identify the trends that are coming and what we think the world is most interested in or going to be most interested in, let's say, in two to six months. And they're cycles, right? So for a couple of years, space travel was everything. And also kind of pets were everything inside the animal mind. And, you know, it goes from keto diet, which is a very intense current diet, all the way to, you know, whether it's World War II for a while or, you know, tiny house nation, you know, or organized in spring. And so some of them are seasonal. But for us, we do 100 bookazines a year and we are all over the map. So we do all of the official Disney so whether it's like this coming year, Toy Story 4, Frozen 2, and we also do a lot of stuff from PBS, Wild Kratts, Daniel Tiger. And then on the other side of the spectrum, the older side of the spectrum, we do the official John Wayne magazine or the official Elvis. You know, in between those, we'll do Harry Potter and, you know, Smithsonian Museum. And so, you know, there's, I would say there's a market for everything, but there isn't, you know, yeah. <laughs> as proof from some of my sales, there's not a market, you know, there are a lot of misfires, but you do your best guess as to what you think people are willing to spend a lot of time with. And then you also have to do ones that are more last minute. And I guess you must have a lot ready to act as kind of obituary or commemorative editions for famous celebrities? Do you have a whole bunch of those lined up and ready to go? Yeah, it's a bit morbid to say we do, but we do. Some people call them tombstone issues. Other people, bookazines are also kind of in the industry called SIPs, special, special interest publications. So they call them SIP, RIPs. We probably have 10 that are sitting on the runway waiting to go. And those are, you know, people who are just inevitably, unfortunately, you know, going to pass at some point, and whether it's George H.W. Bush. But a few of us who are in the tribute commemorative business, we have those, right? And sometimes, whether it's a big event, just no different than a Super Bowl. You make hats and memorabilia for both teams, and whoever wins, you sell that stuff, and whoever loses, you scrap it. And so I think those commemoratives are kind of the same. You know, it's a funny thing because bookazines are not traditional news in a sense where there's new news every day and you're creating a daily newspaper. But, you know, when Prince 
died, I think, on a Thursday. We were done with the 100-page issue on a Friday. We printed it on a Saturday. It was in stores on a Tuesday. So those are the moments when print media can still shine and when people really, really, really want to keep a commemorative. And then we move quick for things like that. There's an entire business in in the passing of, of famous and loved people. Yeah, I think it's amazing what you guys do. Well, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to discuss the Chicken Soup for the Soul bookazines that we've made together. Okay, we're back with Tony Romando, and we've been talking about the bookazine publishing business. We are so privileged that Tony Romando and his amazing team have already made four bookazines with Chicken Soup for the Soul, with more to come, I hope. So I thought it was interesting, Tony, when you talked about how it's like the poor man's coffee table book, because I have been so impressed with the beautiful bookazines that you've made with the Chicken Soup for the Soul name on them, including the Christmas one. It's beautiful. I mean, it's gorgeous color. It's gorgeous, thick, glossy paper. It really seems like the quality of a printed coffee table book, but just with a soft cover. Yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, I think these are not magazines that are $3.99 or that you can subscribe to for four bucks and get four free years worth, right? They're very high-end items. And so therefore, you know, the paper, the page count, the quality, the size has to be deluxe in order for people to feel like they're getting their money's worth. But Thank you for saying all that, but I can't take all the credit. I think for Chicken Soup for the Soul bookazines, it's really easy to create because we're taking your amazing stories and we're adding photos to them and really beautiful photographs to stories that are really beautiful. And I think unlike most bookazines, you know, I love doing John Wayne bookazine, but the photos aren't always beautiful. They're hard to come by and they're old. And when you are served up something like Chicken Soup for the Soul Christmas stories, you know, and Christmas miracles and, and anything to do with chicken soup and Christmas, the photos just kind of fall into place. And it really is an easy project to do because the photos are amazing and they really match. And I think, you know, that's the difference between your side of the business and mine. Yours in the book business, less photographs, more words. Ours are less words, more photographs. But we feel like we're picking photographs together with you that really say chicken soup for the soul. Well, I love this Christmas bookazine. It's nine ninety nine which is a wonderful price for this thick, gorgeous bookazine that you get. It makes such a great gift. And I'm just looking at the table of contents right now. It's so pretty. I mean, it's just gorgeous inside. But I love the fact that we focused on, like, the magic of Christmas. And Sorry to interrupt you, but this is one of the few bookazines, and they're all keepers, but this is when you keep, then you put away after the holiday with your Christmas ornaments and your decorations, and you break it back out again and read the stories of family the following year. You know, it will last forever. You know, it's timeless. It will never run out. Yeah, I love the nine stories that you guys picked to go into it. And then I love some of the kind of articles that you have in there that are really like amazing stories also, like the Christmas truth story. And there's some wonderful military stories in there that are just so heartwarming about our American service members and different things that have happened to them. There's some great history in there, as well as our current story. So I really enjoyed working on this one with you. And your editorial team is fabulous. 
Yeah, thanks for saying that. We enjoyed and they enjoyed working with you, and we can't say the same for all of our partners. Some are far more difficult with far less amazing content that we partner with, and this is always seems to be when we do one with you, even when we did um, guided journaling, which is a whole new animal in itself and doesn't exist. We are the first ones to do it with chicken soup. You know, that should have been a really painful process, and it wasn't. So, you know, hats off to you and your team, because though we have done two of those journalings, and we want to do more, you know, we were so far ahead of the curve on it that we're kind of waiting for the consumer to catch up to where we are. But it's such a piece of artwork. It's such an amazing product that I can't wait to do more of those. Yeah. So we've done four so far with topics. So we've done two guided journals with you, which are cool because there are chicken soup for the soul stories. And then there are basically exercises for you to do where you fill in these guided journal pages and you learn a lot about yourself. And so those are terrific. And those are not on newsstands now, but you can get them online at onnewsstandsnow.com. Then we have our thank you mom issue, which makes a great gift. And then this beautiful blue Christmas miracles one. It's blue with like a night scene, light coming down on this little snow covered house in the middle of the woods. And that's the one that you can actually find in the stores now as well. And they're all $9.99 and they're all beautiful. I am so happy that we are working on these with you and we feel very privileged to have a line of book scenes out now with you, Tony. Well, thank you. We're really fortunate to have such a great brand. I mean, I think we all spend so much time in our daily lives on logistics and doing things for others and getting the job done and grinding it out that when you get something like a Chicken Soup for the Soul book or even the Guided Journal, you know, you it's that little respite you get for yourself when you can do one of the programs in the guided journal, which is all about you, for you, for a little bit of time. And there's no guilt or shame in taking a little bit of time for yourself to enjoy a moment. And I think that's the beauty of both the brand and the format combined together. Tony, where can people learn more about your company, Topics Media? It's funny. We're kind of a behind-the-scenes company. Um, we have a website, as you said, on newsstandsnow.com, and we sell magazines for people who miss them on the newsstand. But you know, you almost can't, Amy. <laughs> We're kind of a black ops company. You know, we kind of hide behind great brands like yours and Disney and all these other great, like Lego, the world famous brands. And, you know, it's not really about us. It's about the brand and the product that we put out. So as much as we love an accolade every now and then, we're just as happy to for no one to ever know who we are. <laughs> well, that works for us. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks, everybody, for listening today. If you want to learn more about this Christmas Miracles bookazine, please go to our website, chickensoup.com, or go to onnewsstandsnow.com, and you can order a copy, even if you don't find it in your local store, although you probably will see it at your local Barnes & Noble or Walmart or on newsstands. Wherever you go to buy magazines, you'll find these bookazines as well. These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. 
If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20.